0: Good morning, Real Life Church. God bless you. This is the day that the Lord hath made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Hi, I'm Pastor Tim Forstoff. I pastor Cornerstone Church. I'm a great friend of Pastor Tim and Amy Hobson. And Pastor Tim asked if I would minister on uh, spiritual disciplines, and it's kind of like a why series. And I titled my message, Why Dig Wells? We're going to be taking a look at an Old Testament passage of Scripture in the book of Genesis, and drawing out great, uh, just great spiritual truths on, on the importance of and the benefit of and the blessings of spiritual disciplines in our life. But before I get into that message, I just want to take this opportunity to bless you as a church and also to bless uh, Pastor Tim and Amy Hobson. We have known them probably close to 20 years. I've ministered at Real Life Church a number of times and Pastor Tim has ministered at Cornerstone Church, my church, a number of times as well. We know them well, and we are very privileged and honored, my wife and I, to be a part of the fellowship of ministry that we have with your pastor and his beautiful wife, Amy. They both love God. They love family. They love the church. They love the community, Montrose. And in these very challenging times, you as a church are very blessed to have Pastor Tim and Amy as the couple that God has placed over you to pastor you, to lead you, to shepherd you during these very, very challenging times. I know that he's on uh, time off right now trying to become more spiritually sharp and refreshed in the Lord. And so we pray that God bless them. But you're here watching and i trust that this message will be a blessing to you all right so i'm going to read to you genesis chapter 26 verses 18 to 25 we're going to talk about digging wells why dig wells and as you dig a well you find water and the water is spiritual life for us and those wells represent spiritual disciplines that if we do them We're going to find spiritual refreshment or spiritual water in this wilderness. This world is a wilderness, and we need God in this world. Well, how do we find God? Well, we find God by digging, as it were, spiritual wells, spiritual disciplines. We tap into God's grace, and so let's read Genesis 26, verses 18 to 25. And Isaac dug again the wells of water which they had dug in the days of Abraham his father. For the Philistines had stopped them up after the death of Abraham. He called them by the names which his father had called them. Isaac's servants dug in the valley and found a well of running water there. But their herdsmen of Gerar quarreled with Isaac's herdsmen, saying, The water is ours. So he called the name of the well Esek, because they quarreled with him. Then they dug another well, and they quarreled over that one also. So he called the name Sitna. And he moved from there, dug another well, and they did not quarrel over it. So he called the name Rehoboth, because he said, For now the Lord has made room for us, and we shall be fruitful in the land. I love that. You know, God makes room for you, and you're fruitful when you dig wells, when you persist in digging wells. Then he went up from there to Beersheba, and the Lord appeared to him at the same night and said, I am the God of your father, Abraham. Do not fear, for I am with you. I will bless you and multiply your descendants for my servant Abraham's sake. So he built an altar there and called on the name of the Lord, and he pitched his tent there, and there Isaac's servant dug a well. So a lot of wells being dug, and uh, I think that's, that's pertinent for us, isn't it? The more wells you dig, the more water you're going to find. It's interesting, as he's digging these wells, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am the God of Abraham, your father. And I am going to bless you. And I renew my covenant promise that I gave to Abraham to you also. And I want you to know that if you dig wells, God's going to appear to you. God's going to speak to you. God's going to give you promises. It's going to be a blessing for you. Why are wells so important? Well, this is a desert climate uh, here in Genesis 26. This is a southern portion of the land of promise. And I've been to Israel a couple times, and I've been south of Jerusalem, and it is a very desert climate. That's down where the Dead Sea is. There's not a lot of water down there uh, in rivers or lakes, and so you had to dig wells to find water to sustain yourself. So wells were very important just simply to sustain life. It was considered an act of war to uh, stop up a well. And of course, in this passage of Scripture, the Philistines stopped up the wells that Abraham, Isaac's father, had dug. That's an act of war. We find the digging of wells was absolutely necessary to sustain life. And so it is for us as Christians. We live in in a desert climate, a wilderness. This world offers nothing for us right? Now there's nothing for us spiritually. So we have to dig wells in God. And as we dig wells in God, we find spiritual water. Now the devil is going to always try to oppose the digging of wells. He wants to fill it up with dirt or this world or with worldly things, get our eyes off of the Lord, stop digging wells, stop drawing water from the Lord. He wants to dry up our spirit. Well, I'm here to tell you, don't let the enemy do that. In this passage of Scripture, it's kind of interesting. As they dug a well, they found water. As they dug a well, they found water. As they dug a well, they found water. Anytime you dig a well, you're going to find God. Talking about that well of spiritual disciplines. It tells us in John chapter 4, verse 6, Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied from his journey, sat thus by the well... It was about the sixth hour, so that's 12 noon. So Jesus is weary, so he sits down by a well. I tell you what, sometimes in our journey we get weary. And what do we need to do? We need to follow the example of Jesus. We need to sit down by a well. Sometimes the very best thing you can do is to sit down by that well of prayer and call on the name of the Lord. And as you wait on the Lord, he renews your strength. Sometimes when you get weary in your journey, walking with the Lord down here in this world, that's a wilderness, sometimes you need to sit down by the well of Bible reading and Bible study, and there God begins to speak to you. It's as if he is giving you manna, eating of the food of the word of the Lord, that bread from heaven, and it sustains you spiritually. A well is a god-ordained discipline that draws out for you life-giving water spiritual water it is your responsibility to dig wells and draw water jesus is your ultimate source of living water the bible tells us in isaiah chapter 12 therefore with joy shall we draw water from the wells of salvation i want to encourage you to draw water from that life that's on the inside of you Jesus is ultimately that living water put there by the Spirit of God. Spiritual disciplines are many in the Scriptures. You can say that they're prayer, worship, Bible reading, Bible study, church attendance, fasting, Bible meditation, solitude, fasting, Christian ministry and service, and all the also fellowship with other believers. These disciplines have been designed by God for us to find water, spiritual life, and to encourage ourselves. And I want to encourage you as you dig your wells to find water and sustain yourself in this life. Are you digging wells? Or have you neglected them? Isaac had to return to the wells of Abraham, his father. And I want to tell you this. There is no shortcut to finding God in this life. The same wells that Abraham dug, that Isaac dug, that Jesus sat down by that well, that the Apostle Paul dug, those same spiritual disciplines are still for us today. There's no easy way out, there's no shortcut. If you want to find the Lord, you're still going to have to pray, you're going to have to worship, you're going to have to read the Word. You're going to have to fellowship with other believers. You're going to have to attend church. You're going to have to serve the Lord in ministry. These are spiritual disciplines. There's no shortcut. You must do these things to find the well of life, the well of water, spiritual life, all right? Sometimes people want shortcuts. Well, you know, that's that's for them back there. But, you know, I'm living in 2022, and... I don't need to do these things anymore. My friend, you still need to do these things. They've been ordained by God to sustain you down here in this wilderness that's the world. You are responsible to dig your own well. Abraham dug wells. The enemy then came and stopped them up, filled them up with dirt. What did Isaac have to do? He had to redig those wells and dig his own wells. Isaac could not live off Abraham's anointing. Or his consecration or his devotion or his faithfulness neither can you live off somebody else's each one of us is required to dig our own wells I remember when I first got saved I know anything about spiritual disciplines I just gave my heart to the Lord I was a teenager And I'd never tried to uh, walk with God. I've never tried to find God in anything. I just lived for myself before I was saved. But I get wonderfully saved as a teenager. And I remember I came across this song. Uh, It was uh, contemporary Christian music, which I'd never even heard of. But it was a song uh, sung by Phil Kagi. It was called What a Day. And it was a song about heaven. And at the end of that song, he is a wonderful guitar player. At the end of that song, there is a musical interlude. It probably lasted one minute, maybe a minute and a half as he's just playing the guitar. And I remember before I went off to, to, to high school, every morning after I got saved, I'd listen to that song. And when the musical interlude came, I'd get down on my knees and lift up my hands, shut my eyes. And that was my devotional time. That was my prayer time. That was my time when I just set my heart on God. It lasted about a minute and a half, but every time I did that, I would sense God. And God would be dealing with me. Now, as I began to return to the Lord, God required more of that from me and more time with him than simply that. But I remember that was the initial well that I dug. I set aside the time. I get out that record That's back when you had a record player get out that record and find that song and play that song and take those five to ten minutes and listen to that song and then worship god in that musical interlude that's my first well that i dug of worship and prayer and then i started reading the bible Uh, a girl at church gave me a bible His King James Bible, it had no study notes or anything. It was just the Bible, you know, and I didn't even know where to begin. And so I just opened up the scriptures just like this and I just started reading and I came across, I believe it was the providence of God, uh, a parable of of the prodigal son where he was rebellious and he ran away. At the end of that parable, he returned back to his father and the father says, my son was dead and is now alive. He was lost and now he's found. And I realized that's me. I was dead, and now I'm alive in God. I'm now a child of God. I've returned to God. I tell you what, that was the first time I read the Bible, and it was like a spiritual well. God spoke to me. Oh, I'm still digging wells. I'm still drawing from the well of life in those spiritual disciplines. I can't uh, promote it enough for you today to be able to do that. So you're responsible to dig your own well. When Isaac became a man, listen to this, when Isaac became a man, he had to start digging wells. There comes a time when you reach a place of maturity that you're going to have to start digging wells for your own life. You can't always count on your mom or your dad or your youth pastor or other friends that you know to where they can just always be pouring into you based upon what they're finding in God, you're going to have to find the Lord yourself. The second thing I see in this passage of Scripture is this. If you dig a well, you're going to find water. The Bible tells us in this passage of Scripture in verse 19, Isaac's servants dug in the valley and found a well of running water there. They dug in a valley and found a well. They dug and found. They dug and found. That's important, isn't it? And where'd they dig? In a valley. Listen, sometimes we go through a valley, and the valleys are dark times or low times. A lot of times the valleys are places where the sun doesn't shine. It's full of shadows. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, right? And I want you to know that whether you're having uh, just a high time in God, a season of refreshment in the Lord, or whether it's a dry season in the Lord, or a valley time in God, it doesn't matter. If you dig a well, you're gonna find water. If you pray, you'll find God. If you read his word, he'll speak to you. If you worship God, he'll quicken your spirit. If you go to church with your heart open to the Lord, you hear a message from the word of God. If you fellowship with other believers, they'll strengthen you. If you fast and pray, you'll find more power in your life. Every time you dig a well, you're going to find God. The Bible tells us in Jeremiah 29, verse 13, you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. When I was dating my wife, she lived out in the country, and this is down in southern Ohio. It's not like Michigan, where every, everywhere you look, you find water. You know, there's lakes here, there's lakes there. It's just everywhere, right? Water. Michigan is full of water, the Great Lakes state. But southern Ohio, it's not that way. And so she lived out in the country, and you know, his, her dad tried to dig a well because they didn't have uh, water service out there. So he dug a well, couldn't find water. And so they'd had to get a cistern, which is designed when the rain falls to collect the water. And then that was their drinking water, their cooking water, their showering water. They had a next door neighbor, and I remember, and remember him. His last name was Wallace. And uh, this man was determined to find water on his property. He spent one entire summer, four months at all, one entire summer, digging well, After well, after well, and never found water. I'll tell you what, you just hear that that the, the, the company, the well digging company, just digging and digging all summer long, intent on finding water. Well, I got a better promise for that than you. The Bible tells us, if you seek me, you will find me when you search for me with all your heart. Every time you dig a well, you're going to find water. There, there's, a, there's a passage in Psalm 23. that says, God will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. I like that. There, he'll, he'll spread a table. He will feed you. He will feed you in the presence of your enemies. So you can be surrounded by enemies going through a real trial of affliction, a time of spiritual attack. And even during those times, you can find God. I remember I was going through a season of turmoil and affliction and spiritual attack. And I met with a pastor here in the area. And he had gone through something very similar a number of years earlier. And he said this to me. He says, I want you to read the Psalms. Just start reading the Psalms because they benefited me. They spoke to me. I said, okay. And, uh, you know, when you're under great spiritual attack, you'll take advice. And so I remember I would read 10 Psalms every morning. Start Psalm 1, read it to Psalm 9, then Psalm 10 to Psalm 19, and it takes you about 15 days to get through the 150 Psalms. And I would just do that. And I can't tell you how much those Psalms spoke to my heart. It's like Psalm 23 came to pass. Every time I did it, he would spread a table. He would speak to me. He'd feed me. He'd encourage me. He'd strengthen me out of the Psalms. They came alive. And you know what, that season of attack, it came and eventually went, and God gave me victory. And those precious Psalms that God gave me for that season, he used them. But now when I read the Psalms, they don't speak to me like they did during that time, because that was special grace. And as your days are, so shall your strength be. God will give you what you need, all right? And boy, God met me when I dug that well of Bible study and Bible reading, reading 10 psalms a day. And it was like a table just spread before me. Boy, I tell you what, that was awesome. So we find that we're responsible to dig our own well. If you dig a well, you're going to find water. How about this one? The more wells you dig, the more water you're going to get. Every time Isaac dug a well, he found more water. If you have one well in life, you'll have water. If you have two wells, you'll have twice as much water. If you have five wells in your life, you'll have five times the water. In other words, how much of God do you want? If you pray and read the Word and go to church and worship God and serve in a ministry at church, that's five wells. Life-giving water. You're going to be blessed. Your your cup's going to run over. You're going to have an abundance. But if you, every now and then, read your Bible, and that's about it, or maybe you send up a short prayer in the morning, and that's about it, oh, you'll find just a little bit of water. And I want you to know we need all of God that we can get. Am I right? All of God that we can get. I want you to have as many wells as you possibly can. In other words spiritual disciplines just build them in your life all areas of them prayer worship bible study bible reading church attendance church ministry the giving of your tithes and offering fellowshipping with other believers fasting right times of bible meditation bible memorization you do all these things you'll have as much of god as you want More wells equals more water. How about this one? The devil will fight you when you dig wells. In this passage of Scripture in Genesis 26, I mean, they are at war. It goes on and it says, He pitched in the valley of Gerar and dwelt there. He dug again the wells of water. Isaac's servants dug in the valley. They found a well of running water. But then the herdsmen quarreled with them. He dug another well, and they quarreled over that one. And they dug another well, verse 21, they quarreled over that one. I mean, it seems like spiritual warfare takes place when you try to dig wells, meet with God. I tell you what, you know, if you're going to dig a well of prayer, the devil's going to attack that well, that spiritual discipline, and he'll give you a wandering mind. Man, I tried to pray, but I just couldn't focus. He'll give you a wandering mind. He'll plant thoughts and imaginations to get you distracted. If you're going to dig the well of Bible reading, the devil's going to attack it with busyness. I'm too busy to read my Bible today. I need to get up and get going. I'm just so busy. I got the kids. I got the work. I got this. I got that. He will attack it with busyness. If you try to attend church, he'll attract that with all kinds of distractions. No, instead of going to church, do this, do that. In other words, the devil will oppose you. And now Isaac, he fought and stayed faithful, dug those wells, found water, and finally got to a place when he dug a well, they left him alone. He says, man, the Lord has made room for us. And he was very fruitful. That's what the Lord will do. You just need to stay faithful with it. And if you do, the Lord will make room. I I, I like that. He'll bring you into a large place. You know, you won't be so narrow. He'll bring you into a large place. A place of enlargement, of expansion, of, of increase, right? A blessing. And the Bible says you'll be fruitful. Listen, it's hard to be fruitful without water. Listen, if you're gonna plant the crops, you gotta have water. Right? For that to to bear much fruit. And so it is in our spiritual life. We need water. Hmm. If you win the fight, you're going to end up fruitful. Let me read to you verse 22. And he moved from there and dug another well. And they did not quarrel over it. So he called its name Rehoboth. Because he said, for now the Lord has made room for us. And we shall be fruitful in the land. Fruitful in the land. The land is God's will and purpose for your life. If you are in God's will, doing God's will, when you dig the well of spiritual disciplines, He will sustain you with living water. If you're outside God's will, doing your will, you can pray and read your bible all you want but i want you to know there's going to be a spiritual dryness or famine in your heart it all starts with the promised land isaac dug his wells in a promised land the promised land is the land of his will and purpose for your life you just need to be right there all right Listen to this. You must dig your wells throughout your journey with God. Bible says in verse 22, he moved from there and dug another well. He moved from there and dug another well. I talked about when I first got saved at age 18, and the first well I dug was that song by Phil Kagey called What a Day. And it was a well of prayer and worship. And then uh, I dug another well of Bible reading where I read a parable of the prodigal son, and God began to speak to me, and that began my journey of Bible reading. So as a baby Christian, as a baby Christian, I had to dig wells. And here I am so many years later, that was 1976, where I gave my heart to the Lord. So what is it, 2022? So we're talking about 46 years later. Did you know I'm still having to dig wells and to draw from? Those spiritual disciplines to find life. I've made it my habit now for well over 35 years to read the Bible through one complete time every single year. Genesis to Revelation, I start in January in the book of Genesis and I end in December in the book of Revelation. Then the next year rolls around and I start in Genesis all over again. This is a spiritual discipline. That I do the reading of, the, of my Bible, the study of my Bible, and it takes me through the Bible one complete time. And, and I'm not even talking about what, how I have to read and study the Bible to preach or to teach the Word of God, which I do as a pastor. I do that as well. I've made it my life to study the Word of God. But I realize you can study the Word of God for messages, but you can also dig a well for your own personal heart's devotion to God. And I've learned that as a baby Christian, I needed the wells in my life of spiritual disciplines. And as a mature Christian, I need the wells of spiritual discipline in my life. No matter where I journey, no matter how long the journey might be, I need to dig these wells. I can't move away from it. I'm still attending church faithfully. I'm still reading my Bible faithfully. I'm still praying faithfully. I still fast and pray faithfully. I still meditate on the scriptures faithfully. I minister and serve in my local church. I tithe, give my offerings. That's also a spiritual discipline. I do that. I fellowship with believers. I do all these things because I want as many wells of life as I possibly can. Listen, digging wells is work but you dig it with joy and you'll draw water from the wells of salvation therefore with joy shall we draw water listen it's not work that is in vain you will find water i just want to encourage you all along your journey just to keep digging those wells you'll never reach a place of spiritual maturity where you no longer need to do that all right All right, let's say one more here. Digging wells does not take the place of building altars. Let me say that again. Digging wells does not take the place of building altars. In verse 25, it says this. So he built an altar there and called on the name of the Lord, and he pitched his tent there, and there's Isaac's servants dug a well. So building an altar, digging a well. Building an altar, digging a well. Now, an altar is a place of consecration, place of devotion, a place of repentance, a place of calling on the Lord. Listen, digging wells does not take the place of building an altar. You need both an altar and a well in your life. I need to read my Bible. I need to pray. I need to fast. I need to attend church. But you know what else I need to do? I need to bow my knee and surrender my life and devote myself to God. That's an altar if you got an altar in your life and you got a well in your life my friend you're doing great altars need to be built altars many times needs to be repaired and altars also need to be protected so build repair and protect those times in god of sincere heartfelt devotion surrender and repentance Oh, fresh consecrations, fresh repentance, altar and a well, an altar and a well. And I tell you what, your spiritual life becomes alive to God when there's an altar and a well. In conclusion, the Bible tells us that the Philistines stopped up those wells with dirt, dirt like is the things of this world. Have any wells been stopped up by the enemy in your life? Well, I used to do that, but I don't any longer. I got so busy or I neglected it. Redig those wells. How about this? Do you have any new wells that you need to dig? Maybe you are listen to me and say, you know what? I've never fasted with my prayer. I'm going to try that. I'm going to try fasting. Fasting once a week or once a month or the first two days of every month. However the Lord will lead you. I've never fasted. Maybe that's a new spiritual discipline that you can add. You know, during COVID, I've noticed as a pastor, many people stopped digging the well of attending church. Maybe you need to start attending church again. Maybe God is calling you as you listen to this uh, through your computer. Uh, Maybe God is calling you. It is now time to go back and to assemble with God's people and worship the Lord with God's people. Perhaps that's a well that you can redig. But I do want to encourage you, build, dig your wells, dig lots of wells, don't forget the altar, unstop the wells that the enemy dug or stopped up, and dig some new wells, maybe add it to what you need to sustain yourself spiritually. Okay? I'm going to pray for you. And so bow your heads as you listen to this, and let's call on the name of the Lord. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for a real-life church. I thank you for each and every person that is watching today. And I pray in Jesus' name that you would help them unstop the wells that they used to have, that the enemy stopped up with dirt, the things of this world. I pray, Lord, that they become obedient to you and hungry and thirsty for you. And I pray, Lord, that they might even dig brand new wells that they've never done before, spiritual disciplines that they've never had in their life, that they would would dig new ones and find life, spiritual water, to satisfy their thirsty soul. Lord, bless them and encourage them and strengthen them. And Lord, we pray for Pastor Tim and his wife, Amy, as they take uh, this season off. Lord, pour into them as they call on your name, hear them from heaven, Give them fresh promises. Renew their devotion for you, I pray. And all God's people said yes and amen. Well, it's been great to be with you, Real Life Church. Be blessed and encouraged today. Jesus loves you.